Everybody and welcome to episode 84 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week we are discussing Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Is it an adaptation of the game, or is it just a name only kind of thing? It's an adaptation of a spinoff of the main series. Yeah, but I mean, is it telling the same kind of story, or is it just took the basic general idea of a Detective Pikachu? That that I don't know because I haven't. I haven't actually played detective pikachu okay so fair enough pokemon are obviously um a really big deal <laughs> to everybody younger than me i think i was just on the cusp there when those games started coming out wasn't my i don't think i had a game boy at that time even to play it i got when a red, game boy to play it and red and yellow came out yeah i feel but, like that's um, I didn't. I had a Game Boy. I didn't do anything with it until Pokemon showed up. Yeah. So I don't. I don't have a connection in these games at all. But I know Ben and Lauren are pretty big fans of the universe. John, do you have any Pokemon connections? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the original video game. Again, I'm in the same boat where I didn't really play a Game Boy until it came out. But the whole also thing where you could like duel link with your friends, I thought was kind of cool. No, the entire, the, that entire red, blue, yellow, like, that entire first game is awesome and fantastic. And the show is, you know, the show is what it was. It was a kid's anime, or I, I shouldn't say it, well, like, a young kid's anime at the time. It was, it was, yeah, it was enjoyable. It's nostalgic, for sure. Yeah, I, um, I have no connection to the TV show either. This movie feels like, at the start, it's gonna be accessible to outside audiences i was pretty i was enjoying it for the first 35 minutes or so as we kind of dove into the world and got to rhyme city and the world building stuff was going on but i don't know i thought it quickly became pretty generic i don't know and none of the pokemon references were really doing anything for me so i was pretty ho-hum on this spoiler-free thoughts, even if Reynolds has energy and is funny and Justice Smith is actually a pretty good lead and does a good job bouncing off of Pikachu, as well as I, I think the supporting cast is pretty decent too, and Catherine Newton and Bill Nye and Chris Gear and the amount of time, short amount of time that we get them. But um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, there, there, There's a point where they leave Rhyme City on the case that I think I almost fell asleep when they were like going around a lab looking at Pikachu and I never really recovered from that. Looking at Pikachu? Or looking at Like I'm just trying not to be spoilery. They okay. they leave Rhyme City and they end up in a lab and they okay. look they're looking uh, around. It, they yeah. start looking around and it just seems like we're listing off Pokemon for a few minutes and it really lost me. So yeah. 
Um, what did everybody else think? Feel free to jump. <laughs> okay. John, what did you think? Per- personally, I found the part where they were walking around and looking at things, like, invigorating. Um, no, I mean, I thought it was what it was. It was a Pokemon movie. I I think I also found it... It was... I can't remember the last time I was in a film where I felt significantly self-conscious or self-aware of myself being higher than the average age in the theater. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, and that was also heightened because I came in like, like two or three minutes, like after the beginning long story. Um, and so I was like, Oh, there are kids in this movie. And I was like, Oh, duh, there's going to be kids in this movie. Um, so I think, why would you be self-conscious about that? Do you, were your arms just like full of candy? No, it was just, well, I was, I was, I was walking in late and like, (laughs) Oh God, (laughs) way to make it weird, Lauren. No, it was... This is going to get cut out. I know it already, Zach. I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, No, but... So, I guess maybe being very aware of the audience age at that minute... I think put me in the right state of mind to watch this movie. And I thought it was fun. I thought it was a cool story to tell that again, dove us into the Pokemon world, but it was apart from the traditional story and the traditional characters that we knew like Ash and Brock and Misty. And even I was surprised that there was no uh, references to officer Jenny or team rocket or, Nurse Joy, which is weird because there's a police station. Which, there's not a single, well, nurse, a single officer. Uh, what are their names? Jenny. Um, not is it yeah. Jenny? Yeah, Joy's the yeah. Okay. But like, but but Sorry, they did have they going. did have Growlithe, so that was a cool nod. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it it stood on its own. I feel like, and I think I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching Bill Nye. Apparently, uh, up into this role. He, like, really threw himself into Pokemon and became kind of obsessed. Um, so I think that's fun. Um, <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it. Is it a great movie? Is it, like, writ, like Oscar-worthy? Of course not. It's a Pokemon movie. But it was fun for what it was. And I think I really enjoyed kind of the morals or the theme or values that they were trying to harp on. So, yeah. Good film. I have some questions about the morality of Pokemon <laughs> and catching them. But that's... A spoiler discussion maybe there's there's probably another movie that talks about that if you're talking about the situation i think you're talking about um lauren or ben i i enjoyed the movie i am trying to think off the top of my head the main reasons why <laughs> like it was it was really fun i enjoyed um ryan reynolds character as pikachu and i didn't necessarily i mean like, I was trying to think of the in-jokes you were mentioning earlier, like, references you wouldn't have gotten for Pokemon. It's like, it didn't really feel that referential to me. Like, I don't think you needed to know anything mm-hmm. prior to this, other than, like, Trico's a chameleon, and it can cling to windows. I don't know. <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean, but, like, the, the like third act thing battle with the character, that it's pretty, so- you, you figure out what its powers are once it starts doing it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It just seems like they're, I don't know. I, 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 maybe I wasn't missing out on anything, but for whatever reason, I had that feeling like I was something, I, I was missing out on something at some point. 
I can see where you're coming from, Zach, because there were times I I was watching and it was, I was like really happy to see these these Pokemon that you know I, I was like oh I remember you know catching this one in this game doing this thing. And yeah, I, I guess imagine... that's more what I'm saying is I I was I lost like, I, think, I wasn't engaged yeah. in the story, mm-hmm. but if you were a fan of Pokemon, I could see you enjoying a lot of what was up on screen. Okay, yeah, I can but, see that. But since I had no attachment to that, I was just kind of like, okay. Let's okay, see. yeah, like childhood attachment that I get, but like you didn't yeah. need to know the Pokemon or anything no, no, in advance no. for the story. Yeah. It's it's not like the story is is lacking without that knowledge of Pokemon, but it's I can imagine it not being as entertaining without that. The mm-hmm. if I could push back a the, little, I think if Zach goes into this movie not knowing the evolutionary cycle of Bulbasaur and at what level he learns what moves, it kind of takes away from it. Zach, you're going to cut that too, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if they're, if they're, if they're little guys, they put out fires. And if they're big guys, they fight in battles. (laughs) Not actually correct, but that's definitely not for Bulbasaur. (laughs) Right on squad. Bulbasaur is going to want to stay away from those fires. But yeah, when you were talking about the morality of Pokemon earlier, like, I know this is what, what, isn't what you're talking about, but when um, John mentioned that Growlithe was connected to the police officers, it's like, should we be worried that all the police officers have fire-type Pokemon? What does that mean for their, like... And then we see him try to burn one in Mimetry. Well, like, what if there's, like, a... What if there's, like, a, a bank robber who just has a Blastoise? So are they just, like, fucked? Like, can the police not do anything? Yeah, but I was more talking about, like, interrogation tactics. <laughs> but, um, no, I'll just, the last thing I was going to say, like, I enjoyed the movie, I enjoyed the world, but third act definitely was weak, and the main motivations of, like, a villain made no sense. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I... I'm pretty much with Lauren on this one. Um, I also, I think the resolution came a little too easily. It was just like, oh, well, I mean, that happened, I guess. Cool. Now it's all well, the problem. kind of thing. The, prog- the big problem arose just as easily as it was resolved, so. Yeah, that's fair. There, this movie's definitely not perfect, but, it, like, I, I went into it just expecting a fun time with Pokemon. I left experiencing a fun time with Pokemon, so... And I even got Pokemon cards. That was that was nobody nice. gave me any cards, Lauren. Don't expect anything. What? In the hell. Yeah. You should have asked point blank if they had any left. Um so it sounds like three thumbs up for Pokemon Detective Pikachu and one grumpy old guy. So um But are you like a thumbs are you like a thumbs down or just like a meh? I wouldn't recommend it, but it's I mean, it looked good, and it was well. It was it was it was, it was technically interesting and visually interesting, but I I mean, I just I was bored out of my fucking mind for the back half of the movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, so like, this is your mother. No. <laughs> Ooh, actually, that'd be the first half, and then the second half would devolve into sheer what the fuckery. If that's oh yeah, you could say that about this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> So does that make Pikachu God in this case? Also, remember last week I mentioned that Suki Waterhouse was in this movie? Yeah, she is. The, I don't remember was... her character at all. She played a Miss Norman. I don't know. No, who that she's was. the she's the oh the, the okay yeah I know now the, yeah thing. sunglasses that's probably the why henchman. I didn't connect yeah, yeah. the hench woman yeah she had no lines 
Yeah. She was the lead of a movie like two years ago. <laughs> no lie. What was, what was she in? I mean, that one could have been shot before. The, the Bad Batch. This one, technically. Suki Waterhouse? She was also Wait, that was Suki Waterhouse? That one movie. She's in the... She's she's the, the lead of American The Bad Batch. Whatever. And then she was also in the... Whatchamacallit movie? The, the America one, whatever. Assassination Nation, that's what it oh, is. Oh, yeah, she was in that one. She was... I didn't know She was that. also no, we in about Pride, Prejudice, last week. and Zombies. Oh, I guess you weren't here last week. What the... What the fuck? Mm-hmm. All right, then. Awesome. Well, I mean... The Bad Batch. Just... The one time I had a uh, filmmaker yell at me on Twitter was... <laughs> um, Anna Lily Amapur said she's gonna blow my fucking brain with the next movie after I made a text or a tweet about the Bad Batch saying I thought it was a great world building and visually interesting but I didn't care about anything that was happening and her next movie does sound good it's um about like werewolves or something what's it called I'm in. and she's trying to remake um Cliffhanger with a female lead uh, she's selling that at a. Zach Anne just right working now. hard to move this conversation away from Pokemon. <laughs> no, we're just we're, this is all going to get cut because we're oh, going to okay. spoilers. Um, what is the premise? A girl with unusual powers escapes from a mental asylum and tries to make it on her own in New Orleans, starring Zach Efron, Kate Hudson, Craig Robinson, and Kate Hudson. Where's she been? The girl from um, Burning. Uh, Kate Hudson has been making. Millions and millions of dollars selling. Oh, like her clothing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's quite comfortable. Detective. Detective Pokemon. (laughs) What? Pokemon Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. (laughs) Like I said, you're you're gonna if you have any connection to Pokemon, you're gonna enjoy your experience at the theater. And um, Inspector Pikachu, Murder on the Orient Express. But (laughs) if. If you don't have a cut any tie to them, I I would I would maybe watch it on HBO. That would be my rating. If uh, give it a shot. If you're a Ryan Reynolds fan, do you go? Like I'm like I like Ryan Reynolds. He was funny in it, but is it worth going just to hear him say some funny lines? I don't know. I mean, he is shirtless the entire movie, <laughs> and pantsless. <laughs> And underwearless. He doesn't wear underwear because yeah, that'd most, be weird. Yeah, the most nude Ryan Reynolds has ever been in a movie, like consistently. That's crazy. Um, I wish Catherine Newton was in it more. She played the, she was like the third banana of the movie. Yeah, I was really concerned when they first introduced her because I was annoyed with her instantly. But as the mm. movie went on, I enjoyed her more. No, yeah, I liked. I liked that she was playing a type there. Like it was like definitely she was going for something. The plucky, oh. the plucky reporter. Yeah, yeah. and you just had yeah. to determine if you were okay with her shtick or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, she also has a Psyduck, so you can tell she's cool. Like, um, we have to talk about... Or she's about... evil. <laughs> like, she kept taking that Psyduck <laughs> into the worst situations. I'm gonna... We, we, we'll start spoilers with uh, something about her... With a nitpick I have about... Not her character, but something she does in the end of the movie. So, um... Yep, from here on out, spoilers for Pokemon Detective Pikachu. So, spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. How are people supposed to stop their Pokemon from breathing in the gas at the end of the movie? Um, That's literally can, what she's yelling as she runs down the street. They understand what you're feeling. <laughs> 
So you're supposed no to like. One, no one like, ever she, said she was intelligent. <laughs> and to be fair, there weren't many better ideas. You know, it's like. And nobody successfully did it. I did. You there just wasn't have to like, put your hand over its mouth. <laughs> there wasn't one Pokemon they ran by like was clearly holding its breath or anything. Well, there like was that. there was the the Pidgeot that Pikachu was riding for a while managed to managed to do okay. Oh yeah, it was above the gas. <laughs> And then he um, flew. He flew. I did right appreciate the uh, the the Batman nod to that uh, that sequence, <laughs> the gas and the balloons thing. Yep. Oh yeah, I didn't make that connection at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the 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 movie when they go to the lab when they're tracking down Mew to or how did they end up at the lab? Mew um, too. But I mean, that's Mew too was there. But did they know he was there? They knew about him at that point. I guess. they knew about they the lab him. because of its connection to. Mm-hmm that older dude yeah i don't know that scene was just really dull to me and then the the action scene after that was like oh that giant pokemon mountain didn't need to be there at all (laughs) woke up they woke up and went back to sleep yeah Yeah, what do you think's gonna happen like if those things ever get up and decide to you know go anywhere (laughs) (laughs) um Although, then, as much as I love Torterra, I did think that was really cool. Like, I, I, I appreciate it. Oh, I thought it was a visual, Torteras. interesting visual thing, but it, they, like, like, big, like I said, they just stood up and then sat back down for an action <laughs> sequence. Um, the entire time I was then, thinking to myself, this is how the Kaijin are born. <laughs> um, but they had, and then from there, the movie really just got very paint by numbers, I thought, as like. All right, we gotta split them apart, and da 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 da. And, um, and I get where you're coming from. Should I be asking more from this? I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Go watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That, that's what I would say. <laughs> um, the d- yeah, but d- they don't get to sit in car seats and be adorable. <laughs> okay, so. So this movie implies every single Pokemon is like a fully sentient being that only can say one word. Yep. That's pretty horrifying for this these creatures. This is the thing you're going to pick at? It's <laughs> yeah. been this way for 20-something years. Well, like I didn't years. know well, some that. Of them, some of them don't say their names. Some of them just roar, like Charizard well, yeah, just, kind of says Yeah, like, and then Char- Meowth, for some reason, could speak. <laughs> well, I think that's the one Meowth, right? Yeah, it's just that. I don't it's remember. It's meowth. been 20 years. Um, Zach, you are literally the old man asking, so what's this <laughs> chat snap thing again? Like... No, but but, you but I thought you don't, you well, don't first... understand the basic pro- premise of the existence of Pokemon. They say their own well, name. That communicates the breadth of their feelings. They're adorable. They kick ass. We're moving on. Well, I mean, like they didn't do anything to get us to care about them, a la Groot or something like that. I don't know. But but the thing was, I thought at the beginning maybe they were going to get into some of the like social dynamics. Are you fucking guys. kidding? We're having this know. conversation. Speaking of Groot, though, I cared full, like wholeheartedly about that Cubone in the beginning that grooted out on him. Okay, oh, chased him like baby Groot. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I I just thought that's I I thought I don't know. I thought that's where they were going to go with like they set up like. Also, why did they? Are battles good in this world? I was confused by that at the beginning too. Like so, so the, the Pokemon his the Pokemon series and games have had this weird history with yeah, it's okay to fight if you know the Pokemon are into it. 
But then there, it's also not okay to fight sometimes because it's bad for the Pokemon. Yeah, because yeah, the yada, movie yada, is slavery, <laughs> yada yada animal cruelty. Well, it's like there's on. there's a movie the 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 first Pokemon movie is also about kind of Mewtwo and he creates clone Pokemon because he doesn't want people forcing Pokemon to fight each other. So then he forces those clone Pokemon to fight the other Pokemon. If we get in the conversation about whether or not those po- clones have souls, I'm leaving. <laughs> so, the, but the series has addressed this weird thing before. It's like, yeah, uh, I'm not. It's, I mean, it's been the subject of comedians for yeah. 20 years. I did, I'd say stepped over it more than addressed it. But yes. yeah, you just accept it and don't ask those questions. Additionally, the Pokemon in the first Pokemon movie did have souls because they cried and brought Ash back to life. Yeah, we all cried. I mean, I still think Ash that is a Jesus. Ash is a Christ figure in that movie. <laughs> kind of, he died yeah. for the sins of Mewtwo, technically, and then is Mewtwo a notoriously evil character, or no. does he always have like? Ah, um, uh, he's like a he's, he's like a lawful he's evil, like a killmonger, antihero. <laughs> like he'll he'll go against humans who are doing wrong things, but he'll go about it the wrong way. Like I said, he's like a Killmonger. No, Killmonger was much more. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Malicious. I, no, I don't no. Know. I mean, he has. He has. You two would want to like liberate all Pokemon. He's like a Magneto. To be like. Essentially. He's oh, the Magneto okay. of Pokemon. <laughs> he can float just like him, too. Um, yeah. Except he doesn't have magnetic powers. That's Magnetite and Magnemite. He can probably throw things or, around with telekinesis, though, so it's basically the same. <laughs> so, at what point in the movie did you figure out. Ryan Reynolds was Pokemon. Literally, literally at the very end. <laughs> okay. I was, oh my god! Oh yeah, that was so out of left field. It was like, wait, well, what? So I figured it was Ryan Reynolds because they didn't show his face, but I didn't yeah. figure they were the same fucking person. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so okay. It what's good make that since no, because as soon as they showed you two like disappearing the bodies, I was like, oh yeah, that's what he did. He's going to be his dad inside, and that's why he see, can I understand it. Well, I was confused, because in the beginning, when we Which saw is the, the first time hologram or whatever, it, it looked like Mewtwo ab- like abducted the yeah, body. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, but it was also manipulated. Yeah, everyone's that, just disappeared, yeah. and I assumed that was just to spare the children from seeing like mass casualties on the screen <laughs> without understanding the context. What are all these people doing sleeping? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, apparently, the the Mewtwo putting people's souls into Pokemon, that's actually in Detective Pikachu, the game. Okay. Like, so that's, like, official Pokemon canon. Okay. Someone, someone explain <laughs> to me how that <laughs> makes sense to Bill Nye's character. It's like, no, why it didn't did make any sense. I didn't know what not, his goal was. was it makes, it makes perfect Pikachu sense. Canon. Like, if he feels trapped in his body. Yeah, that's what it was. Which is understandable. It, it makes sense. Calm down. It makes sense for him to put himself <laughs> yes. in a Pokemon, yes. but not to do it to every other person. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, Agreed. I'm going to do this without your consent and just well, shove you into it's your like, Pokemon. Aren't you glad you're just this tiny thing that throws water? You're like, sure, that's awesome. But, like, you can't have a family anymore or, like, go to a baseball game. <laughs> and then what about the people who get, like, tied to really shitty Pokemon? Like, someone who becomes a coughing. Like... Yeah. That's got to be awful. <laughs> or, oh, dude, what if you turn out to be a Magikarp? Well, that, didn't they turn out to be well, really you cool? You get to really quickly. Someone, someone kicks someone just you. Someone has to go around kicking yeah, all the Magikarp. <laughs> I, I will say, I think, I think there was a little bit of benevolence in Bill Nye's 
like original plot in terms of he wasn't just this guy who was like previous stereotypes or archetypes we'd seen before who was in who was suffering greatly and wanted to like ease his own suffering he had he had been like what uh oh what's the word i'm looking for a, what like what would you call Bill Gates now? Like, what's like a philanthropist? A philanthropist, yeah. He was like a philanthropist <laughs> who was going Rich. all doing, doing a lot of like good deeds for like the benefit of society, and then he was hindered in this goal by his health ailments, and then he finds something that could be not just beneficial to him, but he thinks he views again in his twisted morality beneficial to all of mankind, and so he oversteps and he makes that choice for them and yeah but it was also like the third scene we got with him was when all this happened so it would have been helpful to get what a look. exactly is beneficial of having his like the city just having po- yeah they get to walk around they don't have to live in pokeballs or battle but i i don't believe that machamp wanted to direct traffic for a living he Although I did happy. appreciate the snorlax block oh that was road. great that was that a was... reference that you missed yeah. out on <laughs> Yeah. No, I think I understood he was a sleepy character. No, well, but yeah, in the but games, like, he he's actually always blocking blocks roads. a road that you have to get. Like you have to get an item to wake him up. It's like a, it's Snorlax. a pain in the ass. I don't like him. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's one of my um, favorite Pokemon. So you did leave him Chris, alone. So was Chris Gears the son of Bill Nye, Shitty Jimmy from um, You're the Worst? Uh, go watch You're the Worst. Uh, yeah, I need to watch the last water. season still. Um, but was he, were we supposed to assume he was a, a, a ditto the whole time or no. just at the end? Just at the end. Just at the okay. end. Okay. Also, cause we see, shit, we see him and the ditto in the same, the same room when they're at the, like the station or whatever, recording stuff. Yeah, I do. I did notice that. A ditto Go. in live action is legitimately terrifying. Oh, those eyes. Like, yeah. <laughs> That is the deepest dive into the like, I'm surprised Valley the children didn't while. start screaming in the theater. <laughs> I had I had a parent who came up to me uh, on Monday, and she's like, "Well, my my kid and I saw Detective Pikachu. What'd you think?" And I'm like, "I thought it was good." And she's like, "What did you think of Ditto?" <laughs> yeah, that that was creepy. She's like, "Yeah." It's like I try not to think of it, but my nightmares, <laughs> my nightmares can't forget it. <laughs> what was the? It's uh, like they nailed. Of- they nailed so many different Pokemon, and then Ditto is just nightmare fuel. <laughs> That was nothing compared to that boardroom scene in Shazam, which was like, yeah, <laughs> I can't, I legit can't believe that was a scene in a movie geared towards small children. Yeah, not well, isn't Shazam PG thirteen? Both of these are PG thirteen, which is yeah. But so like, I would say, I mean, this one's yeah. more geared towards younger kids than even. This is only PG thirteen because Ryan Reynolds improvises <laughs> half his the lines i think and you know like the death happened off screen because we definitely never saw mr mime again oh man i forgot how good he was like that, oh, he was the best part i was that whole that he, bit like, was amazing can we just get a sequel of him because we're not going to get a detective <laughs> pikachu i'm assuming like a second yeah. one unless there's some reason they had to be put back together for <laughs> some mission or who but knows. speaking of that and how we can't have a sequel in the same context the reason that doesn't make sense at all to me, like him being in the body, is why on earth did Mewtwo erase his memories? Because the movie. Because make... movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I don't care. It was a no touching moment. That. <laughs> and I mean, it was. I got to admit, when it's like your father's been beside you all along, I was like, oh fuck, like, it's like what have you seen me do? Did <laughs> like, 
but it's like it doesn't make sense. This would have been so much easier had he still been a detective. <laughs> I mean, he was. He was a detective. And it like, if it was him, then how it. did he know how to do Pikachu's fight, like his moves? He didn't. But he I eventually mean, he learned them. Yeah, he did. When he was, it was still him. Well, I mean, if you look at it, like, what's his name? Bill Nye he picked up Mewtwo stuff even faster. This like, is true. He was, <laughs> he was, like, flying, doing all the telekinesis shit. Like, that was real Yeah, we quick. need the test drives. Where's that footage? <laughs> but, like, speak- I want to see how Mr. Mime became um, an informant. <laughs> Like, how did that work out? Could we just have that sequel, Mr. Mime doing his thing? Oh, and I also I want to say two two little things I thought were actually kind of cool. It's the original voice actor for Pikachu and for Jigglypuff, and like I thought it sounded so like so spot on that I actually looked it up, and it it's it's um, it's the original voice actresses. Yeah, yeah, of of both Pikachu and the the Jigglypuff from the the anime, which yeah, which I I was very happy with that. Okay, so none of us guessed that twist at the end. But did you when like when did you guess that he was evil? Oh, that was that was a while ago. Who? Um, Bill Nye. Bill Nye. I, don't know. Um, I, che- I checked out in the middle of this movie, so <laughs> who knows what I would caught on. To be on to be honest, it was probably like two or three minutes before, but then it was also like one of these like the big reveal still was kind of like, oh, cool i guess yeah no for me it was like as soon as we saw him because we just came from that bar there was a circle and it was connected all the bad stuff and then in bill nye's up like building there's just a giant painting on the wall that's just a circle it's like so either he's like best friends with the aliens from arrival or he's evil (laughs) well additionally like you could tell that bill plus who just has like a sorry petting a an eevee like every time someone comes into the office does he just have a pokemon waiting to evolve it's, it's for weird. a dramatic effect. I course. know, but like, quick like, like, like he, he just has like a it, cart. Someone it, brings in a new one, takes that one out. He <laughs> like, just has like a shit ton of EVs on standby. Yeah. I mean, honestly, guys, you could figure out that Bill Nye was evil as soon as you saw that Bill Nye was in this movie. He's not always <laughs> evil. What's wrong with you? Who doesn't have a heart now, John? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, Bill Nye. Love, actually. <laughs> So, in January 2019, months ahead of the release of Detective Pikachu, Legendary Entertainment announced that a sequel is already in development. But how? So, so we are getting another one. But it's Inspector just going to be like, him, his dad, the and Orient Pika Express. Pika all the time. <laughs> is it just going to be Ryan Reynolds? And, yeah, they're just going to be running around. Or it could be, you know, a, a sequel set within the world that has been established by Detective Pikachu. Is there a sequel to the game? So, yeah, I, I mean, they could be set in No, the Detective Pikachu with... game. Oh. I don't Journalist Psyduck. I, I didn't look into it. Yeah, just Psyduck having migraines everywhere. I related what, to that What Psyduck. good is that, char- that Pokemon? It's, an, it's a really powerful psychic. Um, I mean, you could say that about people. Like, I'm not contributing to this world, but I'm still here. <laughs> Oh no! You get migraine. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I am the Psyduck. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have people rubbing your feet to prevent you from like? If going only postal? no, no one. I would not. <laughs> Take note, I would not Kyle. Have anyone look at my feet? They get hidden. But Although, um, I, I, did, I love that. And oh, sorry. Go on. Well, I appreciated that, or I loved it that the Psyduck was 
kind of using that to its advantage. It's like, oh, if you don't rub my feet, I'm going to have yeah. an accident. <laughs> Pikachu's just And like, then Damn I just it. love the part when Pikachu was yelling at him afterwards to get him to have his meltdown but he was just like i will never forgive my hands for touching you or whatever it was i don't remember but it was pretty funny but it's like as soon as the first one we saw the psyduck for the first time like i think it was just i felt so bad for him because he's just in like this dark alley in like standing my, there my brain recognized the building next to it as being like this has to be a restaurant that's just the connection i made it was like get out of their psyduck they're going to eat you <laughs> but, but yeah he was adorable it was a lot. They did a really great job with like all of the Pokemon. For the most part, some of the skin though on them, it's like I definitely preferred the Pokemon with fur because the skin ones looked like you wouldn't want to touch them. I think Char's like the scales were all the ones with scales were also I think pretty. Yeah, like Charizard they, looked great. Uh, did the they Chico's intentionally make really them good. look like the Pokemon Go versions, or or do they all seem like higher? I don't know. Like, has the art style of those been pretty consistent across the years? Or yeah, yeah for sure, they haven't really changed much. Mm. If anything, I think this movie also kind of was just the worst luck for the Sonic movie because it took. <laughs> it, it, okay, I saw the Sonic trailer for the first time before this movie. It looked perfectly fine. I don't know what any of the internet. Oh man, there was a kid in my about. theater, couldn't have been more than twelve or thirteen, sitting next to me. Uh, and when that trailer popped up, he just said, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and like, do you want know Zach? I agree with you to an extent, but then once once we saw the the like fan the edits. fan edits where they made it like more kind of close to the original style. Like, I get what they were trying to do with trying to make it seem, like, semi-realistic, but then also still stylized and do something, like, that looked different. But the Pokemon, like, this Pokemon movie just was great, was a great example of how, no, just keep it the same. Just add some texture to it. Yeah, just let it look goofy or wacky in reality, but that's fine. Like, people, if anything, that will just hit on people's, like, nostalgia factor. And so yeah, there's the there's no way like a blue hedgehog will ever really blend into the real world. So it's okay if he looks cartoony, you know. And he, isn't he? An I thought alien? he looks pretty cartoony. Um, Sonic? No, Sonic's not an alien. He's well, a hedgehog. I mean, the way it was presented in this made it sound like he came from elsewhere. I'm assuming he's like from an alternate world, like a like another dimension. So interdimensional, interdimensional aliens, a la Indiana Jones, and no, the King no. of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait to see the Kate Blanchett Stop. cameo in Sonic the Hedgehog. I like how <laughs> you just went from like hating on this movie to defending it because it can't be as bad as that Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great movie. Um, let's see. Anybody else have any final thoughts on Pokemon Detective Pikachu? Well, I mean, the trailer for uh, Sonic might be why this movie got a PG-13 rating. But also the part <laughs> at the end where like all the Pokemon were going feral and um, Ken Wat- Watanabe's character or Pokemon just like ate his face, basically. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, that was the most horrific thing I've seen in a long time on screen. I mean, it's basically a pit bull, right? Hey, let's not, let's not stereotype yeah, pitbulls. Yeah, we are not stereotyping well, pitbulls. No, I'm not stereotyping. He's also like more of a bulldog. It's supposed to be a dog that's like... I'm not stereotyping pitbulls. Like, they are They are meant to be like... You can train them as attack dogs. 
You could train that's anything as an attack dog. Well, yeah, but it's like it's, and that's why it's pitbulls used to be there. trained to babysit children. So just really? chew on that for a little bit. Pitbulls but, are great. Yeah. Don't listen I don't to have anything against, I don't have anything against pitbulls. I know we're hates teasing pitbulls. you. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Whatever. Uh. My favorite moment of the movie was when Pikachu was sadly singing the Pokemon theme song. Pokemon. Oh god, that was the best. Uh. Yeah, they and there was like there was the the news station was opening with that theme without the lyrics too. Yeah, like that. And so I I appreciate like that that the callbacks to that were just. Yeah. yeah, but sad, sad Pikachu singing is pretty. Is pretty that was great. pretty good, but that's a reference <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten. And there's just I did like the ways that they use the different Pokemon to fill up this world. Like the I forgot I don't. It's called like a loud red, or I don't know how you pronounce oh, it. But it's the yeah. one with like the beatboxing and speaker yeah. ears. It's like yeah, that was cool. They that did a lot of clever things with these things. Like again, when I mentioned earlier, just the Trico just like stuck to the window in that apartment place. It's like there's just little things like that that it's like, oh, I want a Pokemon so badly. But imagine what that speaker Pokemon is thinking to himself, having to sit there all night and just making these noises. Maybe he wants he to be there. It? I mean, I guess it's he's kind working. Of like he's performing. He was working with Diplo. He's yeah. probably super stoked. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> um, it's my impersonation of. Oh. Quick question, though. Why was there a Home Alone reference? Was that just? Yeah, that was for kind of kids? out of nowhere. But. Well, I think yeah, most the, of the kids. Because are... that was that movie was shot for Home Alone. It the, was. Yeah, it's yeah, not a real. It's not movie. a real. Oh, that's movie. awesome. <laughs> yeah, but that okay, was so, random. Yeah, why? Yeah, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it. was a movie they shot. They shot those scenes for both the Home Alone movies. Both, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some weird reference, I guess. Um. Oh, one last thing I just figured out, or I just learned. Ditto is the favorite Pokemon of Hideo Kojima, the guy who created the Metal Gear Solid games. According to this Kotaku wrote article, um, Rob Letterman, the director, said, Truth be told, we were just looking for the perfect placeholder. Um, there was a full movie. There was a full movie, which we found on YouTube. It's this whole thing. And Mark Sanger, our editor, dropped it in and just fit perfectly. We could not beat it. Yeah, it didn't fit perfectly, guys. Like, it was really off-putting to me. Like, why is this here? But you're talking about the, 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 the clip. Yeah, the like, they thing. just... They just put the Home Alone trailer or movie in there because they thought it worked well there, but it doesn't. <laughs> oh, oh, before I forget, another gag that worked really well, Lick a Tongue. I love that. Oh, yeah, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been more thoroughly disgusted it, he's in my just life. Like, does it, he's <laughs> yeah, like, does this so Lick a Tongue belong to anyone? But no one responded. So I just imagine that Lick a Tongue just rides just the rails all the day long. Licking just people. licking people. <laughs> it's like he's a sexual. Lick a Tongue is a sexual predator. It was also really <laughs> weird because that was like supposed to be like the sad scene. And then it, like they cut to humor really quick there. I Speaking of sad jarring. scenes, it never explained why he didn't want to be a Pokemon trainer anymore. Like his mom died and he just gave up on pokemon how does that work <laughs> there were a lot of things story-wise that didn't work for me but i still <laughs> enjoyed the movie flawed but fun yeah um are you, do you know there's like dogs in some european cities that have learned the subway systems and they oh they yeah I, i've seen stories about that yeah that's amazing like a dog 
I remember they get I think on, there was a story that a dog got on a bus and like got off at the park or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah, it happens all the time, apparently. It's incredible. Um, that's gonna do it for Detect... God damn it! Pokemon <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Whole episode ruined. We're... We're starting over, guys. Starting over. We're debating what next week's episode's gonna be. It might be up. It might be Game of Thrones. It might be both of those things. Yeah, can't wait to cry immediately. (laughs) But um, until watch the first ten minutes, take a break. (laughs) I should just do what I do for John Wick. Just don't watch the first part of the movie. (laughs) I skip over Finding Nemo's opening all the time. Finding Nemo's (laughs) opening is terrifying insanely brutal <laughs> oh my gosh i ra- i um, rather watch the hostel than finding nemo's opening scene it's like finding nemo starts with a mass grave it's like how depressing is that it's like i remember growing up like thinking bambi's mom dying and littlefoot's mom dying like those being the worst and it's like no nah, man disney's really just pushed that envelope of really soul crushing openings at this point well and yeah. it, at least with that that scene in the first land before time you had the assurance that well you know these characters are going to be around for the 34 extra sequels so like you <laughs> hey when i saw land it's before gonna... time there was only one land before time. eventually it's going to be the land yeah, after like, time i hate to break it to you but they're not going to be around for that long <laughs> oh hey, there's a, arthur's land all dinosaurs time? go to yeah. heaven yeah, that'll be the final land before time. It just ends with them all being happy and then just looking up and you see the sky is like red. Yeah, they're and walking off into down. the sunset and you realize it's an <laughs> asteroid. <laughs> flash flash forward to a scene of me filling my tank up with gas. <laughs> yeah. The end. Happy so ending. <laughs> Until next week, I'm Zach Goldenberg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Goldenberg. And you can find us at middleofroad.com. Review us wherever you listen to this. I wonder if anybody's written a review for our podcast anywhere. I hope not. <laughs> uh, I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. You can also follow us on Twitter at middle of row hashtag know the. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can, okay, you can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Go watch up in Game of Thrones, and remember the best seats are in the middle of the road.